Hello and welcome to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast. I'm Emma, a mama of two girls, an ex-nursery practitioner and the creator of the Non-Perfect Parents Club. The Non-Perfect Parents Club is all about support, honesty, truths, acknowledging that none of us can be perfect parents because it's impossible and basically just speaking the unspoken. The only rule here is no judgment allowed. I love hearing people's stories, I love finding out about other parents, their family dynamics, their values and how they tick. So that is what this podcast is going to be. Some great honest conversations about parenting, hopefully delving into some nitty gritty thoughts and feelings that will make us all laugh, cry and sigh a big sigh of relief. Welcome back to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast. Today I'm joined by Rachel. Hi Rachel and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. So if you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your family dynamic and any heritage. Um, I'm Rachel, Um, I'm 34, I'm married and we have two children. Um, A daughter, she's 13 and a son, um, he is five almost six and he has um additional needs and Mm -hmm. was recently diagnosed with autism in september last year right um i grew up in the local area yeah um (laughs) come from a family four um my mum and dad and my sister Mm -hmm. um my husband he came well he's originally from southampton right and he moved up here with his family and many years ago now um but he comes from a lot bigger family than me um but yeah that's us in a nutshell (laughs) so the main rule of the non-perfect parents club is no judgment allowed have you ever felt judged in your parenting and can you tell us about it um yeah i think i have i've never had any direct sort of Mm -hmm. in your face telling me to my face yeah um but I think the thing that sprung to mind with this question was when I did become a mum, I was only 20 um, when I had Holly. Yeah. Um, And I went to the local children's centre Mm -hmm. to sign up to the baby massage classes when she was a little tiny baby. Um, Obviously, you sit down with someone, they take all your details and everything. Yeah. And and she was lovely, the lady, and I actually did know her. um, But she... It was like, well, um, there's a, a young mum's class mm. or yeah. like group, yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, so, and she's like, would you like to sign up to that? And I just felt like, actually, no, I don't yeah. want to be, a, I don't want to be labelled as a, yeah. as a young mum. Yeah. I just want to be a mum. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't want to be put in that category. Mm-hmm. But looking back now, it might have been beneficial. You yeah. know, it would, might have been nice to meet other people yeah. of a similar age maybe with a child because but I, you know a lot of people might class 20 nearly 21 when that's when how old I was when I had Holly um as being young did um, you feel like a young mum I just felt I just w- felt like a mum yeah. I, I, I guess I was mm-hmm. but um but everyone whenever someone becomes a mum doesn't matter whether you're 16, whether yeah. you're 20, whether you're 30, 40, you're a mum for the first time yeah. and that's it, yeah, you know, it. and as much as that lady wanted to help, yeah, and, well. you know, there was nothing, I, I just sort of felt, yeah. I didn't want to be you put in that category. You can kind of like feel that energy as well, yeah. don't you, like, yeah. yeah, 
But yeah, you know, like I say, looking back, maybe it would have been beneficial, but I didn't go to the mum's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, group. But um, yeah. Um, and I guess it depends how you perceive young mum as well. Like my, my own opinion, my perception is like, so I was 23, I think, when I had my eldest, which at the time I didn't feel young. Yeah. I didn't perceive myself as a young mum. Yeah. And now looking back, I think, oh, I probably was yeah. a younger mum, but yeah. I perceive a young mum as being, like, really young. Yeah. You know, yes. like, your teen, yeah. where you're probably not yeah. quite ready to have yeah. children, but yeah. you've ended up in that situation. Yeah. And So I guess it just depends on perception as well, doesn't Definitely. it? Yeah. Um, I guess, uh, moving on from that, another time more recently, I, um, I went, uh, in May, I went, I took my daughter, mm-hmm. my son, um, my mum and my sister, we went to York for a few yeah. days and we went to the Eureka Museum. Oh, yeah. Um, and then with Isaac having autism, he mm-hmm. was very overwhelmed. He yeah, absolutely yeah. loved it, but he was just zipping about everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then we went to our hotel and then we got the bus to go into York mm-hmm. um, to go to, to get some dinner. Yeah. And he was he was doing okay, but then we got on the bus and but we, he has a disability buggy as well because yeah. for his safety really yeah, because yeah. it's really hard to walk down the street yeah. with him and he'll just run off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we took that and then he got out of it on the bus, mm-hmm. I think, if I can remember. And then we got him back into it and he he I think he just wanted to when we went to get off the bus when yeah. we got to York, he wanted to get back on the bus. Yeah. And he had this almighty meltdown. Right. Like, I think it was just a combination of the day of travelling, yeah. going to the museum, hotel, all these different yeah, things. Yeah. And he just had this almighty meltdown. And we're like, we just picked the nearest restaurant that we were closest yeah. to because we we're all starving as yeah. well. That probably contributed yeah. as well. <laughs> and, um, and he was still kicking off and we just went straight into Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. And it was quite a small restaurant and there's spot there was quite a few families there but he was screaming it was mm-hmm. shouting it was kicking me yeah and then i just like got we got placed into mm-hmm. this um like into our area where we we're going to yeah. sit and the staff there were absolutely brilliant they didn't even bat an eyelid yeah i was, I was just like absolutely mortified because yeah, i just felt yeah. his voice echoing around this uh, restaurant and i could just see like parents there was like families and yeah. like couples and they were just looking. I know they're just looking. Mm. Obviously you're gonna do that, aren't you? Um, but we sort of sat in this area and it was like um a row of like a sofa almost. Yeah. And there's so then it backed onto another set yeah. row of like tables. And there was a family behind there. And Isaac was still kicking off at this point. Mm-hmm. And like the kids were just looking over. Mm. They were stood on the thing looking yeah. over. And I just think, can you just tell your kid? Yeah. I didn't say anything because yeah. obviously I was busy dealing with him. But I was like thinking, can you just tell your kids just to stop yeah. staring? It's and that's, just that's probably not really helpful to hear me, though, is no, it? You know, no. like when you're in that situation. Yeah. And I, d- I don't know if that's covers being judged, but. No, it, yeah. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, it did make me feel like, oh my god. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah. That but extra anyway, the, like I say, the um, the staff were really good. Mm-hmm. They didn't bat an eyelid. That's good. They gave him some colours and events, yeah. and he soon calmed down. Yeah, yeah. 
they were brilliant with him like they could have put us at the back of the restaurant yeah. but they actually put us right at the front yeah you know they, there's so many things they could have done or could yeah. have even told us to leave maybe yeah, from the way it was yeah. kicking off um so that was i guess that was po- a positive yeah. from yeah no that's from that and then he yeah. was fine after that um oh, good. but i just think like can you just tell your kids <laughs> yeah no i agree and, and bunny is a starer she always stares at people but yeah. i always kind of make a point of right what are you doing nosy parker like yeah. come on no. or yeah. i always say if you're gonna stare at people please will you smile <laughs> so that they know that you're not just like yeah. you know staring yeah. and judging but like you, you're friendly and you're just curious yeah, like, like I, don't... <laughs> I understand like a child is curious they want to know why that child is shouting and screaming mm. like i get it but then we have a responsibility as parents to, to like educate your child. you know and be like yeah. right come on now let's not yeah stare in that moment yeah it's... i mean they might have not even been staring for as long as i thought yeah. they were but <laughs> it was just <laughs> all the you draw all yeah. the emotions of it yeah so yeah um and i think one other thing i'll just quickly touch yeah, on no, this is so there's seven years between my daughter mm-hmm. yeah. and my son and a lot of the time between Holly being born and having mm-hmm. Isaac was, you know what's coming yeah. when you're having another? Yeah. I hate that question. Because yeah. especially coming from people that might not know mm-hmm. your story, yeah. Yeah. you might have troubles, you know, yeah. you, you might have, you might not want to, and you shouldn't have to explain yourself No. in those situations. So, yeah, yeah it, that's what it's, I think that's... And it's often asked innocently, yeah. but I think that's definitely a question that there maybe needs to be kind of more awareness around of why it's not really acceptable to ask yeah. that for yeah. whatever reason. Like, yeah. like you say, you know, there's a whole load of reasons, but yeah. and there's this thing, isn't there, of like you have one and then people expect you to have another, but mm-hmm. then once you've got two or maybe three, if you have any more than yeah. that. It's like, yeah. you can't, you can't you win, can't, can you? you can Age gap is something you? that's come up a few times now as well, because that's another thing that there seems to be this thing around of what what age gap you should have. Yeah. But, I mean, what what is the what right is the age per- gap it, you anyway? Know, for me, I was not ready to mm-hmm. have another child until Holly was seven. Yeah. And there was no way I was having two toddlers. Or, yeah. <laughs> you know, even just four years apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't even, which seems to be in quotations, yeah, yeah. the right. Yeah, the, yeah, Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's not, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's when me and my husband felt ready to have mm-hmm. another child. Yeah. We felt stable enough. Yeah, mentally yeah. preparing yeah, yeah, yourself yeah. for it you know it's a, it's a mm-hmm. big decision to make isn't it it is if, yeah if we're, luckily we were blessed with our second child yeah. you know yeah um so how did you find it going from one to two um i found it quite hard did you to be fair mm-hmm. um i think i would have been okay just having one right in all honesty yeah um but at the same time i wanted to have more than one yeah um yeah, it's been it's been hard. Um, I wouldn't say it's been easy. No, but I love it at the same time. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. I, I only ask because we, me and my husband, always say, you kind of, 
it, you don't expect it to be as hard as it is I don't think like yeah. when we now like if ever one of them's friends or somewhere you know so we've just got the one and we're just parenting the one we're like oh my god this is so easy <laughs> like in comparison yeah, to when you've got both of them yeah, together yeah, yeah. it's just like whoa <laughs> yeah and I think now they've like you their age gap really showed now because yeah. Holly's 13 now yeah she's a completely different child to what she was even just two years ago yeah, never mind yeah. and obviously he's five um mm-hmm. yeah they're completely completely yeah. different Okay, um, how do you feel about parenting? Good, bad, has it changed you? Any regrets? Um, I love being a mum. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, it's it's so, I'm a good cliche, rewarding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is because it, it, it changed my life. Like, mm-hmm. I was very, I'm still not the most confident person yeah about myself but it it really did change my life having holly um it made me a much more confident person mm-hmm. um i think it it tests your limits yeah like like nothing yeah, else yeah. in this world <laughs> um but it's also like and it's just the responsibility of yeah bringing up these children and yeah. making sure you keep them alive and <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you want them to become good people mm-hmm. and um yeah um I think one thing when I had my daughter um the appreciation for my mum mm-hmm. was became so much more yeah, about yeah, yeah. you know I love my mum to bits but yeah. once I had Holly yeah it made it makes you realize yeah. what your mum's done for you yeah well it did for me personally yeah. anyway um and then when I had Isaac that's changed my life again because he's yeah. a completely different person yeah yeah and obviously he has his needs mm-hmm. um so yeah and I think like having a teenager now that's like a new <laughs> <laughs> a whole new life that's a whole new <laughs> playing thing. field isn't yeah. it I'm not um, quite there yeah, yet I'm oh, I'm a gosh. year behind you I think yeah God, I'm yeah. Like, yeah but yeah it's 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 uh, it's really hard to like let go of her a little bit mm. like she's becoming her own person like yeah. she doesn't totally depend on me on it anymore and it really is mm. hard to let go yeah um so i'm working through that at the moment yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you've got to though you've just got to learn like you can't control what they do no. how they think or anything like that no. not that i would do that not that i've done that anyway i think but... though we you can like when people talk about parenting you kind of i guess i don't know if conditions the right word but you kind of think that you're the parent you're in charge you're this you're Mm -hmm. that but in reality we don't own them we're just raising them and like you say they are their own people and we've got to let them be who they are and we've got to let them make mistakes and they'll do stuff that might not necessarily be the right thing um that's not also necessarily a reflection on us mm-hmm. like there's so yeah, much more definitely. to it than how society leads you to think yeah parenting is yeah definitely it's um it's yeah you like I say you can't you can't let them do their own thing yeah um as much as hard as you don't want them to make any mistakes yeah <laughs> but they have to and yeah, that's part of life, life isn't, isn't that's it? how they yeah. learn yeah um 
yeah so yeah i don't have any regrets about yeah about anything that i've done mm -hmm. um, because you know i think like a lot of people have said you will be where you are today if yeah. you hadn't made yeah, the decisions yeah. that you have made yeah they might have not always been the best decisions or mm -hmm. they might have been the right decisions but yeah there's I think it's a waste of time regretting things yeah. because you just got to learn and move on. That's you? it, isn't it? And if you hold on to that regret, it just kind of, I guess, it can eat away at you, and it's not, it's not really helpful, is yeah. it, in the long run? So yeah. Um, is there anything in your life that has shaped how you parent that you're happy to talk about? Any situations, circumstances that have affected this? So I've not had any major life offence that mm -hmm. I've affected me I guess yeah. but I guess the main and obvious one is Isaac and him being diagnosed with autism yeah so this time last year we were just on the beginning of our journey of getting Isaac diagnosed yeah and probably say March last year autism wasn't even on my right, radar okay. I thought he had ADHD right. which he might still have mm -hmm. but um I've had to learn a whole new thing. Yeah. I was very naive about autism. I didn't mm -hmm. really know much about it. Um, so I've had to go out and educate mm -hmm. myself about autism yeah. and how it affects people to yeah. be able to parent my child mm -hmm. in, in an effective way, I guess. Yeah. Um, and can I just say, I feel like... So I didn't know that you didn't know anything about autism I feel really? like you've been very proactive <laughs> in your learning and like yeah I think like just what you've said there about you've had to learn all that so that you can parent him effectively which maybe to you you think that's just what I need to do yeah. but not everyone would do that yeah and from obviously I follow your page on yeah. Instagram which I'll link below um but the stuff that you put on like you've taught me loads oh, really? so yeah so like because when when you're not going through it i mean yeah. obviously i yeah. i had some knowledge because yeah. of what i used to yeah. do and yeah. speaking with parents of and course, stuff like yeah. that but when you're not in that situation it's hard to kind of fully understand you could, yeah i guess you can't fully no, understand can't. No. so like through all your posts and stuff yeah. and even like other um instagram profiles that you shared and that yeah. there's loads that i've followed and I've learned so much from that yeah. and that's kind of helped me to I guess try and be supportive of other yeah. people as well. That's really good. So Thank like you. to say <laughs> to, for you to say that you didn't know anything before like I was like oh you know no, like so you... no I didn't I didn't know anything and and that's the reason why I set up that page you know mm -hmm. I've, before I did I, I followed a few accounts that yeah. I just come across yeah I don't even know how I came across them now. And I thought, maybe I should do that. Mm -hmm. I'll give it a go. What have I got to lose? Yeah. And it's only going to help me learn about yeah, it as yeah. well. And, you know, what you've just shared there, you know, mm -hmm. like it's helped yeah. you as well in yeah. some way. That, you know, it's amazing to me. Like, I try to share honest mm -hmm. posts, um, how it actually is in my yeah. life. You know, you can read, you can do courses, you can read yeah. textbooks, you can Google it, but from an actual parent's yeah, point yeah. of view, from Isaac's point of view, yeah. what he's going through. Obviously, I've never put anything on there, like him having a meltdown yeah, or anything yeah. like that, because no one needs to see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's you know, I've that is the best thing I've done, um, mm -hmm. setting up that page, yeah. because 
yeah, I, there's so many amazing parents out there that... I was going to say, do you feel like you found, like, a supportive community from doing that as yeah. well? The, this community that I found on Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, to do autism, neurodiversity, mm-hmm. it's opened my eyes to a lot of things yeah. as well that I knew nothing about. Yeah. And it really helps... Um, me understand why Isaac does things yeah um, and then seeing other children that are similar to Isaac mm-hmm. I think right okay it's not just Isaac yeah doing that. yeah and it becomes relatable yeah. and then I feel confident to share things about that about Isaac yeah. and then that's going to help somebody else yeah. you know so it's yeah this community I found they're absolutely amazing <laughs> yeah all those mums so shout out to the, yeah. <laughs> the amazing <laughs> autism mum yeah um yeah, it's 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 brilliant, um, and it's just I'm I'm just obsessed with it now. <laughs> I'm obsessed with learning everything about it. Like yeah. I just I need to know more all the time because yeah. it it's really helped me so much to understand. And that's it. And and you doing that that's only ever gonna be beneficial to him, isn't it? Yeah. And you know the more that you do that and support him, the not not easier it's gonna be because it's not, yeah. but the more understanding and stuff I guess yeah. and it's gonna I guess help your own yeah. parenting journey isn't yeah it? and I think before Isaac's autism diagnosis I was very like I still struggled to take him out because it yeah um but um I'd get almost embarrassed mm-hmm. or if it was like running off or yeah. doing something it shouldn't or and it's it's given his diagnosis is sort of um, given a reason why yeah. he acts like this. He's yeah. not just being a naughty child. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's made me feel less guilty about yeah. it, I guess. Yeah. Um, so how did you feel when you got that diagnosis, or when you were on the path to getting that diagnosis? Um, it was like a weight was lifted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, once once we got the diagnosis, once I it clicked mm-hmm. like oh my god this is autism once I started yeah. looking to it a little yeah, bit yeah yeah it's like he's autistic mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um so yeah I was it, it was like a weight was lifted when we got the diagnosis yeah if, if they said it wasn't I would have been yeah I'd have been mortified yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. and like what's going on then mm-hmm. what you know and we were very lucky in how quickly we got diagnosed. Like a lot of people are waiting yeah. a very long time, and we had it done within six months. Right. Don't ask me how. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> so I'm eternally grateful. Mm-hmm. And it was just as he was starting school as well, so he's yeah, got all the support at school yeah. now as well. Um. So, but yeah, yeah. Do you think he would have found starting school really hard if you hadn't have had that diagnosis? Do you think that would have made a difference? Um, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if he hadn't been diagnosed, um, I honestly don't know how it would have gone down with school, yeah. to be honest. I mean, he's done really well. Um, he's done so much better than I thought. Yeah. But I don't know if that's because he has a diagnosis and he's mm-hmm. got the support. Yeah. I'm not sure. I honestly don't know how, yeah. how it would have been. Or would it have just left him to yeah, <laughs> do his own yeah. devices? I don't know. He's <laughs> not got diagnosis. But it would have been obvious, you know, his, yeah. his, his struggles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, d- I don't really know. How have you found, if 
I mean, I presume you found it different, obviously, parenting Holly to how you have Isaac. Yeah. How has that, like, affected you at all? Or how have you managed that, like, even just, like, expectations? Because I think one thing I'm finding the more and more I speak to people is something that kind of affects everybody is you have these expectations and then when they don't kind of happen, mm-hmm. that's where it starts, like, oh. So yeah. how, how did you kind of... I think uh, I parent them both completely differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, with Holly, I wouldn't say I'm not a strict parent yeah. by any means, but I think I'm more relaxed with Isaac now. Yeah. I, I let him get away with things. Yeah. You know, he needs a lot more patience. And mm-hmm. um, with Holly, I, I feel like I am a bit, maybe a bit harder on her sometimes, yeah. but maybe prior to diagnosis and mm-hmm. um, I think I am a bit more relaxed with her now yeah um, but I definitely do parent them different because they, one they're completely different yeah. children they're completely different ages and you know yeah. when Holly's going into teenage years mm-hmm. obviously that's a new thing yeah. we're dealing with and how Isaac how I'll parent Isaac when he goes into his teenage yeah, years yeah. I think will be completely different yeah. I can't predict the future I don't no. know how he's going to be I don't know how he's going to develop um, but yeah, it I definitely yeah. parent them differently. So just going off track a little bit here. Talk to me about teenage years. <laughs> so I don't, maybe I don't want to <laughs> go into this conversation, but I am kind of curious because obviously the Wildcats twelve. Yeah. We're kind of we are heading there. I'm noticing yeah. stuff already and stuff. So how have you found that so far? So I guess you're kind of on the. Cusp if yeah, you're she's 13. Only, she's only just turned thirteen in May, but I think for the past two years mm-hmm. she's definitely been a preteen. Yeah. Um she's just she's just changed. And I sort of I almost mourn her a little bit. I know yeah. that sounds really extreme. No, I know what you mean. But she's just not a little girl anymore. Yeah. And I, and thirteen is still young. Yeah, like eleven, twelve, yeah. thirty is still very young, isn't yeah. it? The change in in them is just well in Holly is um, you know she's she's a very bright young girl Mm -hmm. she's got loads of friends Um, it's really hard to describe how she is I guess she just doesn't need she still needs me she still wants me to give her attention obviously Mm -hmm. and you know but she doesn't want to sit with us at night time yeah, anymore yeah. you know she just wants to be on her own yeah. in a room on her phone yeah all the time <laughs> how have you found that as a parent like like i know you said you, you feel like you're, you're mourning that yeah so i guess it's a new season of parenting yeah. in that respect yes, isn't it yes um were you kind of expecting it like this soon or do you know what i mean like Obviously, when you're in pre-teen mode, you know yeah. it's coming, and you noticing stuff that's yeah. coming. But I think, to be honest, like we did go through quite a difficult time with her about probably about a year ago. She was right. just very argumentative, mm-hmm. and just you know not the best to be around. Yeah. To put it, to <laughs> <quite> politely, <laughs> and um, I found it really hard. I found it yeah. really upsetting. Um, like well, I took it all very, very personally. Right. Um, but I'm starting to learn. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, the past, probably since she's turned 13, I feel like she has mellowed a little bit. Right. Um, I think the leading up to 13 yeah. has been the worst yeah, bit yeah. so far. Um, 
and she, yeah, I've lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, so no, it's gone. It's all right. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm normally like mid mid thing, and I'm like, um, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So I can't even remember where we're up to now. Uh, yeah, so what is your biggest value when it comes to parenting? Um, I'm not sure if it's a value, mm-hmm. but it's something that I've learned. You just need patience. Mm-hmm. I think patience, if you've got patience, it connects to everything else. Yeah. Um, I think since having Isaac, that's yeah. that, the main yeah. thing. I've had to have so much patience. So he, if he's in the middle of doing something and mm-hmm. we need to leave... We ain't leaving until, <laughs> until he's finished doing what yeah. he's doing. Where if that was Holly, yeah. I'm like, no, stop, we're going. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're late yeah. <laughs> for school, let's go. Yeah. Whereas Isaac, I just have to I have to be yeah. patient and just let him finish doing what he's doing because otherwise he'll just end up yeah. kicking off and yeah, yeah. it'll be even worse than yeah. being late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I think being able to sort of sit back and look at the situation as well like mm-hmm. with Holly if I'm nagging 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 yeah like do I need to nag at that yeah. do I need to tell her to pick a close up off the floor for the 15th time yeah does it really matter yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah it's 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 things like that and um I think other ones are just like communication mm-hmm. being able to listen to each other and I've always been with Holly sort of like you can always talk to yeah. me I've you know even if you think I'll hate you, or mm-hmm. if you think I'll be cross. Yeah, yeah. I've always tried to instill her that she can tell me anything. Yeah. And that's quite important to me. Um, like, I want her to be able to trust me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, it works both ways, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, And then, it, it, you know, like, uh, respect, you know, mm-hmm. it, it all yeah, interlinks, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, it In does. Life, you know, you said on previous podcasts about mm connection yeah yeah like it all just links yeah. you know i can't i don't you know there is many parenting values isn't yeah, there? there is, and it yeah. is hard to choose just one yeah. because you know they yeah. all they all connect yeah that's it and there's so many little things that we do that sometimes we don't even think about that we're doing and yeah. like you say they all connect together don't they yeah yeah so i think um what has been your biggest challenge so far um, sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know how you manage. Like when I watch your stories and stuff, and they'll be like, "What time that like oh. Isaac's still up, or he'll like didn't go to sleep till early hours of the morning?" I've never known anything like it. It's just unreal. Sometimes I don't yeah. even know I'm still alive. <laughs> you have to feel like I'm, I'm like, can I die from lack of sleep? <laughs> yeah. It is like a form of torture, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? So he's he's been he was a great sleeper up until he was about six to nine months. Right. <laughs> and then from then probably till I can't remember exact dates now because Yeah. And you just forget, don't you? Yeah. Um but probably till toddler he was awake. He always I just remember he used to wake up at least once in the night. Right. Um and then I think that was when he was starting bottles. And then I realised they might be waking up with mm-hmm. a bottle. I don't know. Yeah, Looking yeah. back, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then probably in the last eight... Well, when did he get... I'm trying to think now. Probably last 18 months. Yeah. 
we've really struggled with bedtime yeah. really bad and he's not wasn't going to sleep till like at the latest well probably at the earliest yeah um, <laughs> 10 yeah which might be early for some parents mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> well, yeah. most not yeah. but it's some you know people yeah, in a similar yeah. situation to me are in a lot worse position than what we are um, but sometimes it would be like 11 12 yeah. but we just didn't have evening time like that's yeah, when we saw yeah. me most would have our time yeah. sit down watch tv and yeah. fall asleep on the sofa yeah. um so there was a long period um of time that we didn't get our evenings mm. and and that has an effect on holly as well because yeah. we are trying to deal with isaac mm-hmm. and we couldn't give her yeah. the attention she needs yeah so you have that guilt as well and mm-hmm. it was it was really really difficult so once he was diagnosed um we spoke to the pediatrician we asked for him to be um you know we shared mm-hmm. our yeah you know our, what difficulties we were having and he did has prescribed him melatonin yeah um, which helps them get to sleep mm-hmm. and it's been absolutely life-changing yeah <laughs> like no no you know I'm not exaggerating it really it really really has um he goes most of the time mm-hmm. um it works and yeah. he goes to sleep no later than eight o'clock now right and he does do still have the odd night where he'll wake up yeah. in the night <laughs> and they'll just be all he, he did it the other night he did it Monday Sunday, I can't remember now. Yeah. Uh, he woke up, he went to bed fine, and then he woke yeah. up at half past 12. Right. And then he didn't go back to sleep. He yeah. had a 20 minute, yeah, it was yesterday. He had a 20 minute nap during the day yesterday mm-hmm. and didn't go to sleep till 8 o'clock. So he was, just, he was awake basically from 12.30 a.m. till 8 p.m. the next day. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how he does. And he's still going, you know, yeah, he's still yeah. running about. Um, I don't know how he does it. Um, so, yeah, that's been a big challenge, but it's been so much better in the past few months yeah. since um, being prescribed with melatonin. It's been it's been so much better. We've got our evenings yeah. back. We can yeah. spend ho- time with Holly if she wants to spend time with yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was probably, um, yeah, big, mm-hmm. the big thing. Um, last question. What do you wish you could change about parenting in general as in for everyone? Um, I don't actually believe you can really change parenting mm-hmm. because it's very unique for yeah. every single person and every single child. I guess the from my perspective, I think it would be so much so much more beneficial for SEM parents mm-hmm. for parents to teach their children more about neurodiversity um, and how it affects. Obviously, you don't need to go into details, Mm -hmm. but, you know, just make your children aware that some children are different. Yeah. And I don't know if that's to do with parenting or if I'm just trying to preach here. No, no, I think that's Um, a really good point. But it would, if the whole world, everyone in the world has had a little more understanding about... Yeah autism and any sort of neurodiverse um, conditions mm-hmm. it would just like as a parent myself that didn't know much about mm-hmm. autism I don't think I was ever judgy about other people yeah with you know um children with additional needs but I don't I didn't know enough 
yeah either if you know yeah, what I mean yeah. um I don't think I am a, such a judgy parent yeah if you if you know what I mean um you know in situation you might see a child in a restaurant mm-hmm. with the headphones on watching yeah. an iPad not talking to it not interrupting yeah, the family yeah. but that's okay because yeah. That child is fine. Yeah. Uh, if that child didn't have the iPad and didn't have the headphones on, yeah, they might have been. They might not even be able to go to the restaurant. Yeah, and yeah. Enjoy family time, and if yeah. that if that's how their fi- family looks, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. If your family doesn't do that, that's um, also yeah. fine. You know. Yeah. Um. I think if someone sees. Um child having a meltdown and mm-hmm. in Asda or something yeah, yeah. don't just walk past and tut them like oh my god yeah, look at yeah. Them. yeah just just stop and just think for a moment yeah that's probably not a child mm-hmm. that child might have some additional needs yeah. and that parent might be really struggling right yeah. there and doesn't know what to do themselves and that was definitely me yeah um yeah. so that 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 that'd be mm-hmm. good <laughs> and I guess it's just as well about the world being more accessible and inclusive yeah really absolutely. isn't it like i know there's a whole big thing going on at the minute um with all the like the protests and stuff yeah. like that um but it's just that awareness and i think there is a lot more awareness now than there was i wouldn't say there's enough no um but yeah that in- inclusivity as well and you know, like you say, just people being aware yeah. of why the other families have got yeah. stuff, why they're doing what they're doing in different situations yeah. and yeah, and stuff definitely. like that. Yeah, it's um, you know, like going back to my page, you know, that's that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I've done it yeah. as well because I post as though I'm posting my to my mm-hmm. self yeah. before I knew about yeah, autism. Yeah to educate myself yeah. if you know what I mean yeah, yeah. I just think right what what was how can I tell mm-hmm. past Rachel about yeah, this yeah, yeah. and that's, that's how really that's my like perspective of yeah so it, it comes across I try to anyway I don't yeah. know if it comes across no it does yeah um so yeah yeah I was gonna say something I forgot that and it yeah it's just I guess that thing of well like when we kind of so I always say like shoot your social media like a newspaper you kind of you know follow what what you want to see and stuff but at the same time I think it's important to when it comes to stuff like parenting it's always good to kind of see other family situations and that's kind of like why I do this podcast like this to kind of highlight how differently we will parent our different yeah. situations and you you can learn so much from other people that aren't like you definitely and it's yeah. that thing of you don't need to judge other people that aren't the same as you you don't need to feel insecure we're just all doing our own thing yeah. differently and it's I find it so beneficial like when I follow your page and then the other pages I found off yours yeah. like I said I'm we're not in that situation but I've learned so much yeah and that awareness and understanding and 
probably going back a few years I wouldn't maybe have followed those pages just think oh yeah, it yeah. doesn't apply no, to it me it doesn't affect you so why but, should you do yeah. Yeah, yeah but when you do and I always kind of try and look at pages and stuff and that are a bit different to me now to, yeah. to kind of learn and see what yeah. what other situations there are and just gain that understanding and when you're out in the world you kind of you recognise stuff more yeah. and then yeah. again it's that supportive thing of like you know if a parent needed anything when you're yeah. out and about it's yeah. like yeah that's right you know do you know what I'm trying to yeah. say I'm kind yeah. of no, as no. usual going the long winded way of <laughs> no, explaining no, what no, I'm trying no, to not say at all, not at all no um, um, no it's no that's it's, it's a great point you know you, you can't just it, a lot of people say, people say stay in your lane but you can stay in your own lane, yeah. but you can also look at, like you say, yeah. look at other people's situations yeah. and, um, you know, what you see someone else, you might think, oh, that might help me. Yeah, exactly. And that. it yeah, might yeah, be yeah. something that you've never even, yeah. even, yeah, even thought of before. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I can't think of an example right no. now, but <laughs> you, you know, yeah. that, that kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and just like you say, when you're out and about, it's if you do see someone. Or a parent that mm-hmm. looks like they're struggling a little yeah. bit, like just give that knowing yeah. nod, or just don't stare, or if yeah. it's appropriate, go over and see if they want help. Yeah, or, yeah. And if they don't, then that's fine yeah, too. You know, it's it, just it? in a perfect yeah. world, everyone would just help each other yeah, and be well. happy and smiling. <laughs> but you know, obviously, we know, and we I know think it's not. But I find so much with parenting that we get so defensive, and I guess it's our. There's this whole thing of good parent, bad parent, mm. and uh, when we see other people doing different stuff, it triggers those insecurities, and it's like, oh, well, uh, and some people can either look at that as a, you know, and think, oh, right, but I find a lot of people, it triggers those insecurities, so it's like, oh, oh, well, why are they doing that? And, yeah. you know, yeah. um, I think we sometimes need to just remember that other people aren't a reflection of us and we're all just doing our thing aren't yeah, we you yeah know? we're just none of us know <laughs> just what trying we're doing. to get through <laughs> we're just trying we're yeah. just really trying to do our best and that you know that's all we can do and we've got to make mistakes and yeah. make wrong decisions and like say yeah and that's okay yeah that's fine you know we're, you know. we're human aren't we and absolutely yeah so yeah oh brilliant anything else you want to add i think that's it fantastic <laughs> If you've enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to follow, review and share with other parents you know. You can now listen on Apple, Spotify, Amazon and Google Podcasts. And we now are also on YouTube. I'm slowly uploading the episodes. Um, If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, please get in touch via any of my social media channels, website or email. Thank you, Rachel, for joining me on today's podcast. It's been great to have you. And thank you to everyone for listening.